Hey, podcasters. Ahoy, hoy. Potty, potty, poo, poo. Oh, my eyes are itchy for some reason. Inside or out? What do you mean? Tired. Like your eyeballs or your eyelids? Oh, uh, liddy, I think. Mm. They're a bit liddy, yeah. The mm. Yeah. I'm asleep. Mm. Not enough sleep? Maybe, I don't know. Getting up earlier? Yeah, getting up at quarter past three. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but I'm going to bed, like, falling asleep instantly. Mm, so good. good. Except for them and the children start kicking off. Mm-hmm. My kids, yeah, probably told you guys this, they've got bunk beds, single bunk beds, mm. and they sleep together in the single bed on the bottom. Because <laughs> <laughs> they like to sleep together. That's cute. They it is I mean, cute. enjoy that it's while it lasts. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. Don't they hit each other all night? Uh, well, well, they do. They sleep, but I go in and check on them before I come to work, and then they're like laying on top of each other, which is also cute to <laughs> yeah, see. Yeah. But they've got to have all their stuffed toys with them. They yeah. have to yes. have a blanket each. They have to have their own pillows. Yeah. So they end up writhing around and getting smacked in the eye. So there's you know half an hour of yeah. WWE wrestling before they get to bed. You know, the scourge of bedtime is uh, for us at the moment, uh, only for space taking upping, is yeah. squishmallows. Yeah, oh, it's that's the whole it, that's bed. It. It's that, that's how women get started on pillows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are they? Squishmallows—they're big, um, round uh, teddies that, that they do that thing that they all do, and it's genius marketing. But it's like there's different collections, and some are rare and some aren't, so you can never have so enough. Just like a soft toy. Yeah, but they're like big. They're like um, right. and they're yeah, made... beach ball size almost. Right. You they're say. made of memory foam, so they feel different. So you know, memory foam, so they kind yeah. of it's more cuddlier than a thing. Mm. Yeah, they do them in Pokemon. So yeah. Zan's got Pokemon ones. We were uh, we were walking through uh, doing the shop on the weekend, and and they're um, double the price too. By the way, of course they so. are. <laughs> yeah. uh, and Rory grabbed a uh, teddy bear uh, off the shelf and said, um, "Dad, think quick," and threw it at me. And um, <laughs> you know, like um, if someone throws a box at you and you don't know what's in it, and then it turns out to be light, and you go whoa, whoa like that. Yeah, this was um, it looked like just a teddy bear, but it was a heat bag. So it came at me oh. like a medicine ball, and I'm ready to catch it like a normal thing. And it hit me in the guts. I was like, <laughs> it winded me. I'm like, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. Well, that's her fault for being so strong and not looking like it was hard to throw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, she did a bowler's run up and pegged it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she got me a good one. Uh, what was it, a beanie? There a beanie thing? Kind of. It was, it was Winnie the Pooh, but its, it's bum was heat, uh, those wheat stuff to heat up and put it in the microwave. Yeah, so. they, they got some stank on yeah, them. Those things, came like they? a rocket. Uh, all right, more votes today uh, on our brown snake as well. True professionals, Colin Fassenage, the uh, celebrity chef, yep. and Heather Smythe, who you may have heard on the podcast before. She is a tasteologist from the UQ. Yeah, so mm-hmm. we uh, gave her vote count double. Yeah, so uh, let's get into it, hey? All I'll right. We'll give you answers for Alpha Bucks too. Oh, actually, oh, I nearly forgot. Oh, what? Pink code word. Hey. Tommy. There you go. Pink. That's the code word for pink. If you go and listen to us live now... Um, it's got to be today, though, Thursday the 25th. New code, whatever day. You can see Pink in Paris. Start your day the better way with Stab, Abby and Matt on B105. Youth crime. <laughs> it's what everyone's talking about. That or the cost of living. Which mm. one do you want? Or oh, flat inflation. Weather's no, getting a little bit of a look in a at the moment. It is, isn't but it? Yeah, isn't but it? youth crime's COVID? at the top. It's coming back. Going oh, back yeah. What about me? And the flu. I keep thinking everyone's t- uh, posting pregnancy tests. You know, when you yeah. see friends, you're like, oh, oh no, just COVID, okay. Yeah. Uh, but look, no, youth crime is an issue, and we mm. uh, recently had our house broken into, and it's frustrating. Mm. And I, I believe they've got caught, but you just go, oh, 
I believe when people say it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Because mm. there seems to be increasing numbers. And mm. the police have released a, a documentary talking about the youth crime and how complicated and complex it is. Mm. Young people don't end up offending at that high end overnight. So you can't just keep arresting children. And I've used the expression, you won't arrest your way out of this. Now, I don't mean that we won't arrest children, we do. But on the other end of that, you actually have to start the work on the root causes of crime. And what is that? 13, 10, 60. If you are a reformed Eshe, yeah. I would love to hear from you. You can remain anonymous, hmm. but I mean that if you were off... Off, off the your, rails? Yeah, off the rails and you did used to commit crime. Maybe you got caught, maybe you didn't get crime. I mm. uh, didn't get, sorry. <laughs> maybe you got caught, maybe you didn't. Mm. What got you out of it? What was going on in your life? Because uh. I do believe there's a lack of a lack of hope mm-hmm. with the people that are doing it. Mm-hmm. I guess a, a lack of goals for their future. Maybe they don't have the support system in place. Mm. Maybe that their parents are going through the same issues. Mm-hmm. There might also be some people who just go, I was a shit. Mm. I and didn't. I didn't listen. I came from a good family. My parents were there, but I just got caught up with losers, and this is where I ended up. And maybe it one was day the excitement they woke of up. it. Yeah, um, for whatever, whatever reason, and you can remain anonymous. But I'd just like <clears> to know, I guess, what Steph was saying. Like, what pulled you through? Maybe these are the stories you want too, because these kids who are offending. Maybe they think that's just them forever. Mm. So, yeah. they, you know, if we if we do highlight some people who say, hey, I was exactly like you and look at, you know, I have a great life now, it does give them some hope. Well, I think that uh, a lot of them need to see the repercussions and see the aftermath as well because mm. they're saying for them it's kind of like a... Victimless crime. Yeah, because they're not actually seeing the people that they can affect. And for them oh. it's like, well, they've got a house. I don't have a house. So I deserve to... Take have their what, car. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and if there's no consequences for it mm-hmm. and you don't have those goals or what else am I doing with my life, mm. I believe a lot of people are just lost. Yeah, you're falling with the wrong crowd. Yeah, and the system's allowed them to mm. be like that. Because I, I felt like the people that did all our street, and I guess all suburbs are being done, they just were not scared of any consequences. No. Nah. Well, not even consequences from the police or the people who were in there. You know, no. like you go to the wrong house, you can find yourself in a pretty bad altercation. Mm. All right. Uh, Anonymous joins us. What's your story? Um, so when I was like maybe 15, 16, I went down probably the darkest path I could have chosen. Right. Um, I got really heavy into the drugs and alcohol at about 16, 17. Mm-hmm. Uh, started doing a bit of like car theft and stealing tyres off of cars and just selling them to backwater channels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, got into lots and lots and lots of fights. Didn't win a fair few of them. <laughs> Pretty much lost all of them. But I got in them. Yeah. Um, eventually, I moved out on my own because mum was sick of my crap. So she was like, here, we'll help you get a place down the coast. Lived there for about six months before I got into some of the really heavy stuff. And... Um, it got a bit bad to the point where I spent seven months homeless. Right. And mum was like, nah, that's enough. I've had, I've, I've had it up with you. I'm sick of paying for all the stuff to bail you out and everything. So she moved me out to a uh, mountain town out in the boonies. Mm. And basically because I didn't know anyone or know anything or could do anything but work or stay at home, I snapped out of it quick smart. Yeah, right. the year and I sorted myself out. Um, started volunteering at old folks' homes. Wow. Didn't know what else to do. Mm-hmm. And then five years ago, I met my beautiful partner who snapped me out of the rest of it, and now I'm a oh. regular working man. 
Oh, well done. And you did that, you pretty much did that all by yourself, by yourself. I mean, your mum helped yeah. with the big move. Yeah. But, yeah. Mum was a bit, she was just a bit of a hard mum was all. She wasn't a bad mum. Mm. She roofed me, she fed me, she schooled me, she clothed me. But um, when it came to stuff like that, I'm just sure maybe I was a bit too much for her to handle. When you said that she was bailing you, bailing you out and when you got arrested, did you actually care? Did you care that you were in trouble um, with the police? Uh, when I got in trouble with the police, it was for something I didn't realise was a, an issue. I was, um, me and someone else were 15 and we had, um, we had bettered each other at the time. Mm. And it turned out that that wasn't okay in the eye of the law. So yeah. uh, we both got in a fuck, like, oh, I swear, sorry. Um, we both got in a buttload of trouble mm. and um, mum, mum came in and did what mums do best and took care of me and made sure that I was all right through the whole thing. Yeah. Mm. Well, mate, you, you sound, um, and that, that's the other thing, like, you know, a lot of these kids, we've got to get them out of the situations they're in because they're being yeah. controlled by adults sometimes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but that's the other thing. Some of these kids, not all of them, you send them out to the country, they'll jump on a bus and come back in again. Yeah. Um, anonymous number two, what's your story? Uh, yes, hello. Hey, hey. mate. Yeah, hi, how are you going? Good. Um, so I would be, I guess, what you would call, as you refer to, a reformed SA. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I grew up in an area um, that you are all fairly aware of, Mount Druitt, West oh, yeah. Sydney. Mm-hmm. Everyone's probably heard of it. Yeah, there was that TV um, show on SBS, which didn't really show it in correct, the best light. So yeah. That's the one. Yes, yes. So, look, poverty essentially breeds poverty. Long story short, mm. if you come from poverty especially in those housing commission areas, it's people who choose to go for alcohol, drugs. Mm. Um, as a kid, you either join in or you're an outsider. Mm. And, you know, being in one of those rough areas and rough neighbourhoods like that, it really is fairly dangerous as, as what we hear. And, yeah, you join in or, you know, you become one of the victims. Mm. So when, so do you think, when do you think you actually got out of it? Like what changed the cycle for you? Look, to be honest, my kids, my kids for me were my push out. Mm-hmm. Um, it was probably after uh, I'd gone through a massive circle and a massive spiral downwards. Um, I, I was sick of living like that. I, I still had no guidance and, and no family support. I was in and out um, multiple times. I didn't. I wasn't lucky uh, enough to prison? have family to bail me out. You mean you were in and out uh, of prison? Juvenile. Yeah. Prison, yeah. yeah. I mean, 20, 24, 25 was when I probably got out completely, Mm -hmm. completely. Um, And like I'm 42 now. So, yeah, it was was a long struggle. And there are a lot of people that do get out of it. But the only way to get out is most of the time to move away from that Mm. sort of environment. Yeah, that's true. Unfortunately, if you stay in that area, you're just going to get caught up in the same trap. Right. Mm. It's tough though, isn't it? Because I guess sometimes it's your friends and your family who are the ones who are that's true, you know, causing mm. the issue. So and, you've and got moving to step away. away is sometimes just not an option either. Yeah. yeah. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Stab wants a brown steak. Ooh, Abby wants a brown steak. Abby wants a brown steak. Ooh, Brizzy wants a brown snake, a snake, a snake. Yeah. They said it couldn't be done. They said shouldn't. it wouldn't be done. Shouldn't. 
No, it shouldn't. shouldn't. We're making it. Yeah. We're making it happen. We're making it happen. Uh, it is going to happen next week. We are going to the Allen's factory in Melbourne to pick up ten bags of brown snakes that will uh, celebrate the mm. Brisbane River right through the middle of our city. Amazing. Yes, we just need to pick the flavour. So Alan's were like, yes, we'll do it for you, but what do you want? Do you want chocolate, do you want cola, or do you want coffee? So we've been asking people of Brisbane what flavour. But we just, we've got State of Origin, Mm -hmm. you know, players, and they love their lollies, but we just wanted a bit of an expert. Mm. Well, someone who understands what does taste good and what what people, because they cook for people, Mm -hmm. um, so they will know what the people will want, and that is... Colin Fastenage, who is on the air with us right now. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. I think the first question we're going to ask is, do you have a sweet tooth, Colin? Uh, well, you laughed and it actually fell out. But anyway, <laughs> that'll, that'll happen. Do you, like, if you were going to go home after like a big night, right, what would you would you pick? Would you pick like, a, I don't know, like a toasted cheese sandwich or would it be a bit more savoury or you'd go for the, sne- the sweet munchies? Oh, I, I just toasted cheese, but we're in the middle of filming MKR, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. So we finish late at night, mm-hmm. and we have a lot of snakes and jellies knocking around the old. Because me and Manu are in this little camper van out the back of wherever mm-hmm. we're filming. Mm-hmm. And right. apparently, I eat too much. <laughs> oh, you, what, you sleep in the camper van? That's where you stay the night? Well, sometimes we do, but. Um, have a little bit of a rest. Like, there's a lot of stories going on in that camper van that we won't be talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, all right. Yeah, fair enough. We want when the camper vans are rocking, don't come and knock it? Or <laughs> like, are we... <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of French farting goes on, I'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, you're, you're a chef, and, you know, the biggest part of being a chef is creating things that people want to eat because it, it's, not all, it's not about what you love. Mm. It's about the customer, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, but you still got to have an idea what works, what doesn't work. Mm. I've, t- I've tasted all three flavours yesterday, mm-hmm. and and I tasted them. All. My wife also tasted them, so we had a we had a, a judging okay. panel. Yeah, great. And it's a bit controversial. My my uh, results. Oh, oh. Okay. Well, before right. before okay. we hear, do you know why they're called snakes alive, Colin? No why. Because we were told, and we just put it up a video, if you put them in your hand, right, and you squeeze the snakes, and you open your hand, they, they move. Wriggle. So that's why they're called snakes alive. Right, well, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, if you do it with any other snake lolly, they will not move in the same fashion. Oh, not okay. a live lie, but yeah. they move. So well, they're not, put it this way, they must have died in the post because they're not wriggling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're so, you're so stingy. You sent me one yeah. of each snake. Yeah, we, we cut them up for other people. The fact that you got one snake is, is amazing because everyone else just got a little sliver. We only got one bag each, Colin. Right. Mm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, is there any music for this? So we just do straight in. Well, I want to know. Do you want? Did your wife and you agree? Yeah. Well, we agreed, and then I went rogue. Okay. <laughs> All right. So All right. you want suspense? Is that okay. what you're saying? Here we go. Some suspense. We'll give you. Right, give you some suspense. Like yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Right. So, coffee mm-hmm. came last for me. Right. Mm-hmm. Because there's a little bit of aftertaste at the end, which is like, you know, when you have that last drop of coffee, uh, you've had your cup of coffee and it's been sitting on the table for a while. Yeah, yeah we all so, agree with that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Chocolate I liked. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, it was a bit mild, though. Mm-hmm. The cola, for me, was winning. But we're not finished, so calm down, everybody. <laughs> the cola was leading for me, but I would have had more cola. And then I had a great idea. Mm. Why don't you do 
chocolate cola. Mmm, mm, like a chicka chocolate cola. Mm. You're not the first to uh, mm. to try and put a different input. I'm not against well, having two flavors in the same bag. All I'm saying, no, the same, no, not the same bag. On the same snake. Mix the chocolate and the cola. Yeah, okay. so like the head is chocolate and the body's cola. Or no, something. no, okay. <laughs> no, I'm mix. trying to get, make it hard. Okay. You mix the chocolate with the cola. Okay. You got the creaminess of the chocolate and the sharpness of the cola. Okay. What you're saying and is you put both in your mouth at the same time and you liked it. Yeah. Okay. That sounds wrong, but anyway. <laughs> um, yep. But if I was to pick a winner, mm. I would go like obviously that's me being Sheffy. Mm. I would pick cola. Okay. Yeah, cola. There All we right. go. Okay. All right. And more importantly, what the Misso think? Yeah, she won cola. Okay. Yeah, cool. okay. Right, there we go. <laughs> yeah. So I get what you're meaning. If you could mix it, you would. But if we can't, we'll go with cola. Would you say, you know, Colin's, Colin's chocolate cola sounds better, doesn't it? It does. Oh, <laughs> it does. Classic celebrity chef trying to get his name on the packet so we can take a 20% cut. Hey, we know what you're doing here, mate, and we like it. Yes. Keep your number ready to roll. We might call you. We're actually down in Brisbane tomorrow, so I might just have a, I'll just be looking at the river and thinking of it. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Lovely, Are you guys up, you're up here filming for the show? Yeah, 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 tomorrow. Okay, cool. When is it on the TV screens? Uh, I don't know. We're I'm a very small cog in a big wheel. Mm. Uh, it's okay. probably probably around August, September time. Okay, right. cool, cool. It's really good season this year. Get ready. Great. Looking forward to it. Colin Fascinating. Always a pleasure, mate. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. The email if you want to share with the group and get some advice is dearabby at b105.com.au, A-double-B-Y. There's a lot of Abbeys, just wanted to say how it's about. This one, okay. She has written, Dear Abby, should you feel the spark when you've met the one? I met a guy at the brunch the day after my friend's wedding. I don't even remember him from the wedding, but the day after he came in late to the brunch and he's so super friendly to everyone and seemed like he was friends with everyone. He just caught my attention. Was he, he- the groom? <laughs> the waiter? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was her best friend's wedding, I think. So yeah, anyway, she he asked me for a drink that day and we have been dating ever since. He's super friendly and has his life together. He's ambitious. He has plans. He is kind, and my friend said that he is a good guy. She said that he broke up with his long-term partner in December last year, and she said that basically he's the only friend of her husband's she likes. It's not that he isn't unattractive. He honestly is good-looking. It's just that I've always gone out with guys that the only thing I like about them is their looks, but they end up being, mm, fill in that, end up being not nice guys. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy I'm happy with him, but I just don't want to jump his bones at every moment. And I feel like you should want to do that early into the relationship, right? Is this a sign? Everything else is just great, and it's not like I don't like being with him, but I just feel like, can you build on this part of the relationship? Has anyone married someone that initially they didn't have that really spark, that real chemistry with? Mm-hmm. 131060 if you want to weigh in with this. I always say that... Marriage is long, so you should feel the butterflies when that person walks into the room. At the start or all the time? Well, at, definitely at the start, because mm. then when you're going through highs and lows, you've got that. But mm. then what about arranged marriages? People say that that success rate is higher than anyone else mm. because you have respect for each other and you can build on it. Mm. I guess it, it 
depends how much you value that in a relationship. That's true. I still get like excited when I see Scotty. That's mm. great. Reading between the lines here, though, is she just giving you a really long way of saying he's too nice? Mm. He doesn't. He doesn't have an a hole streak in him. But then, at what point? Yeah. But at what point do you give up on that? No one marries that person. No. So at what point do you kind of go, I do want to settle down and mm. I don't want to keep going out with a-holes mm. and this is someone that is really nice. But then mm. can you build on it though? Because maybe you can. I think you can. Yeah, he's got plenty of time to be a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it, it's. It, I just feel like I honestly <clears throat> do believe that some people you can have that chemistry with and it's not even about their looks. You, you know, other people might not consider them to be yeah. good looking, but you just have something about them. Mm. Sure. Yeah. Mm. He, he might, he, he, he may be a quiet type and she's yet to reveal his, maybe he's a furry. She just hasn't done that yet, you know. You maybe. bring up furries, furries a lot. lot. You really do. Is there something that you want to, you know, you you do? Maybe, mm. maybe he's uh, into BDSM. Uh, what I'm saying is maybe she just hasn't found his kink yet, and when she opens that door, it'll be like, woohoo! Okay. All systems go. Yeah. You know, he might just be fighting his time. I might a suit to work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's even the endangered ones. <laughs> oh, this could be the last time for both of us. No, but I don't even think it's about a kink. I just think, should you want to... I said the, the passion. The pa- yes! There's, there's, there's something about when you're dating someone... And you want to see them all, all the, time. the time. Like you're, you're borderline obsessed with them and sometimes it's unhealthy. Um, but then my friend has just married someone. She's met someone yeah. later in life and she's married someone. And I would say that they are best friends. Mm. Yeah. And right. I would not say that Scott's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, no. I don't mean that it's a bad thing. No. Yeah, Love yeah. him, got the spark, like we're happily married, but I've got my other friends that I would. Do you know what I mean? Or... For sure. No, I know exactly what you mean. 100%. But then is that a bad thing? Because mm. my friends, they know they never fight. Mm. A lot of the time, when the relationship starts like that, it doesn't go forever. You know that fizzles out, and sometimes when that fizzles out, the entire relationship 100%. fizzles out because that was all that was actually there yeah. to begin with. Mm. So yeah, it just depends what she wants, really, at this stage of life. She wants a nice, good-looking man with a job, with a slightly naughty boy, bad boy type of vibe. That's right, but has goals. That yes. involves her, treats her like a princess, but not too keen. That's right. You know what I mean? Like, he's not too demanding. <laughs> That's right. It gives her Keeps space, her but, like, he's totally obsessed yeah. with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, it's not too much to yeah, ask for. When you put it like that, mm. that dude mm. should run. <laughs> <laughs> No. That's See, that, and that's what we think. Every, yeah. The crazy ones. <laughs> they're the ones. What do, you, what do you think? Do you reckon you can build on a spark? No. Is there or not? Is there or not? She's got it. Or doesn't what about it? the people that go, oh, my God, he kept us me out, and I absolutely hated him. Hmm. But then now we're happily married, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you can wear a woman down as well. Yeah. All right. Vivai in Spring Mountain, what do you think this woman should do in this situation? Um, I was, uh, I, I met my husband 11 years ago, mm-hmm. and I didn't have a spark. Um, it was an arranged marriage. Okay. Um, I, I didn't want it to meet him, but then we ended up marrying, and now we have twins, and we have the spark, and... It's not that we need to see each other all the time. Mm. So when you say you had that spark, you obviously had like respect for each other, I guess. Yes, kind of. Okay, yeah, but we developed on that. Yeah, we, like we kind a... of had respect. <laughs> <laughs> Every no, marriage. No, I mean like with an arranged marriage, like you you do agree to it. Do you know what I mean? Like you'd see them and you say, yes, this could be a thing. But mm. what was it? What point was it where you started to go? Okay, I've got this spark. 
Um, I went through um, four IVF treatments, and he stood by me every day. Mm-hmm. That that uh, just you know created a bond very strong. Yeah, so. yeah, okay. that's attractive when they've got that quality. Yeah, yeah. He he didn't run away. <laughs> yeah. So his kindness may be the. She keeps saying yeah. how friendly he is, but that side of him might be the thing that ends up turning her on the most mm-hmm. in the end. Yeah, because what's the point of having a spark if he's just not nice at other times? Mm. Right, anonymous. Hello. Hello. What do you think about this, Anonymous? Look, this is really close to my heart and it's something that I actually wish I could tell more people about because Mm. it really... um, So what happened with me is met this amazing man, um, did not have the attraction there. Um, I really was enjoying... I was actually... My my narrative was, I'm going to find you a girlfriend, right? Mm. So I didn't have that attraction... Um, but then spent time with him and really enjoyed, you know, his intelligence. And he was into me. He was all trying to convert me. Hmm. Um, all I can say is when there isn't an attraction, and I, and I went to a mutual friend, confided in them, because I'm a very sensual person. Um, that part of life was prominent to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I... I, I feel really strongly about this because what it ends up doing is it just suppresses the real you. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like a part of me, uh, it was almost soul-destroying. Right. Um, okay. So I'm very, yeah. So you can't uh, fake it, the spark and in, in, no, you all you ended up doing was just not really owning who you were. That's right. Yeah. And I was there 11 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so you, married, you got married that, to him? Yes, yeah. that's right. And every day like every time if you can say i i yeah i didn't feel it and then it it creates this um this divide between you that you don't i couldn't talk about it because it just upset him because if i was honest Mm. um because my experiences in life if you know what i mean were completely different to his right Mm. Okay. And so it, it was very confronting for him, and it wasn't good for either of us. Yeah. It was very bad for I, for both of us. Okay. There you go. So two different perspectives mm. there. Yeah. And last one, Mel in Eaton's Hill. What do you think? You didn't have a spark. No. So I met my partner one night um, at, like, at a Muay Thai event, and I was actually thought his friend was hot. I didn't think he was attractive at all. Right. Anyway, we ended up going out, hooked up because I was drunk, and then I started just hanging out with him <laughs> because I was basically lonely. It was a full-on rebound. Okay. Um, and then I was not attracted to him, but I was sleeping yeah, with him we, anyway. we got that. <laughs> he doesn't need to hear it multiple <laughs> times now. We got the picture. Okay, let's move on to – move on. Okay, oh, hang on, he's on the ground. Just let me kick him again. <laughs> so anyway, I was going to call it off because mm. I was like, he's definitely into me and I'm not into him. This isn't going anywhere. And then he ended up going away on like a boys trip and I didn't see him for about a week. And the whole time he was going off like, why isn't he calling me? Like, oh, oh my God, like where has this companion of mine gone? Anyway, when he got back, um, just after I was about to call it off with him, I realized, oh my God, this is, I'm so in love with this person, like spending time with him means, you know, everything to me. And now four years later, we are getting married next year. We have two beautiful little girls and I absolutely couldn't be happier. And mm. I find, I look at him now and like so much has changed over the four years mm. and I'm like, damn, he's looking good. <laughs> and, I think, and I think that things come and go. And I think sometimes 
physical attraction can come and go throughout a relationship, but I swear to God, like, this is my life partner for the rest of my life and I would never do anything to mess it up. And I'm just so thankful that I didn't call it quits when I was going to. Interesting. Mm, Okay. There's so many different points there, isn't there? Picking up what the middle person said, Mm. I think that you can get the spark, but I think even what Stav says that you need to be yourself when it comes to intimacy. Mm. Yep. Don't hold back. Mm. Yeah. So that'll either make them or break them, though. If you go 100%. all out the first time around, they 100%. could scare them off and then yeah. you've but been... But then at least you know, know rather yeah. than restraining yeah. yourself or refraining, yeah. whatever you yeah. <laughs> have to do. Mm. Yeah. All right. Positing mm. yourself. Uh, yeah. If you've got a uh, an issue you want help with, dear Abby at b105.com.au. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Rightio, let's hit them with the answers for Alpha Bucks tomorrow. Don't forget we're playing 7 and 8. 7 a.m. We're giving you the D, and some of the answers are Dust, Dawn, Fraser, and Dingo. 8 a.m. We're giving you the R's, and <laughs> some of your answers are Rove, Ruby, and Rollerblades. D in, well. the D in the R's. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Stab wants a brown steak. Ooh, Matty wants a brown steak. Abby wants a brown steak. Oh, Brizzy wants a brown snake, a snake, a snake. Ah, yeah. We're getting a brown snake lolly made from Alan's Lollies. We are going to Melbourne next week and we're going into the factory and we're going to bring home 10 bags, limited edition. Mm-hmm. That's all they will allow. And I mean, what, we might get a few other lollies while we're there. We won't, we won't they stick said to that, those. Yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah, I know, but that's yeah. what we're there for. And yeah. it's going to come in a briefcase that only Stav can have because... You can't be trusted. Matt can't be trusted. He tried Neither the brown snake. You, you, you actually, the way Matt tells the story is you forced the snake upon him. Do you have further evidence of that? Women are always forcing themselves upon me, and I'm like, no. Okay, now I believe okay. your story, Abby. <laughs> 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 he ruined that one, didn't he? Uh, but we have to taste different flavours to pick the flavour that we want, and mm. they have sent us chocolate, coffee, and cola, and we've got a tally board. And so far, chocolate is no. Well, same. we had well, Colin. It was uh, chocolate was in the lead yeah. yesterday. Colin Fastenage so actually even. taste tested this morning. Okay, um, you'll hear that on the podcast. That was about six thirty. We spoke to him, so now it's even. Stevens five each for cola and chocolate. Yes. Very special guest in the studio. Yeah, uh, we didn't even know that this job existed, and now we're obsessed with it. Flavor and sensory scientist at the University of Queensland, Heather Smythe. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Now, you were telling us, and we're fascinated by this, that there's people that are better tasters because of their genes. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. And lifestyle habits, their age, all of those things. Yeah. yeah, and you did say that, like, I guess middle-aged white men were the worst, and so far that's been the majority that we've asked. Oh, yeah. Disappointing. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Well, we don't discriminate in here, no, so okay, we, like, we okay. like to get small well, minorities in yeah. to do PM things. The yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. that's a trend. <laughs> that's okay, that's okay. Um, we were talking off-air, and I didn't even realise this was a thing, that there's flexitarians now. There are flexitarians. Now, they've been around for a little while now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah. yeah which is what like, they sometimes don't eat. So they meat? don't eat meat. They're people who want to reduce their meat intake for environmental reasons, but want to include more plants in their diet, but don't want to be vegan. They mm, usually right. still like the flavour of meat. We yeah. do that. It's Meat Free Monday. Yeah, right. Have you never heard of that? No, I do Full Fat Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't. You still get black coffee. Come on. And no, I do Kill Everything Wednesday. Do you? Yeah, yeah. It's be, <laughs> if it doesn't breathe, I won't eat it on Wednesdays. 
Um, and this also came about because you were saying you had a vegan who worked for you as a taste tester for a very oh. short time. Well, they weren't a they taste. They were employees, so they weren't doing tasting. They were trying okay. to run sessions, right. and uh, it just didn't work out. Because mm. you would be employed by so many different companies. And you... Always, yeah. yeah. Yeah, beef companies, yeah, fruit oh. and veg companies, of course, mm. all the snack food companies as well, mm. yeah. Can you imagine if you were just purely tasting vegan food? Yep, that's bland. <laughs> yep, that's bland. There's really good vegan food. Yep, See, bland. I can't cook it, yeah. but I better. love eating vegan food because yeah. a really good vegan chef is amazing. Yeah, you can't tell. Do you, yeah, yeah. Do you also have like companies come to you and go, we've made this product, it sucks, but we don't know why. So can you then go back to them and tell them why it's horrible? Oh, look, disappointingly, that happens That happens regularly. Right. Someone will come to me, we've developed this amazing product, um, you know, can you help us work out whether or not people like it? Turns out they don't like it. Then it's like, help, what do we, what do, yeah. we do now? Yeah. Add salt and sugar? Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But often within a company, they'll get really used to tasting their own products mm. and they'll start to believe, because they're so familiar with their products, that their own food, their own mm. products are amazing and fantastic and they don't really look outside right. at the competitors so there is that's my job there's a yeah. dog food company at the moment and yeah. I find this horrendous and it's popping up for you know how they pop up advertising for you because I've got a new dog yeah. and it makes all the employees it's like it's human grade dog food but they make all the employees eat the dog food you're right yeah yeah, yeah. to prove how good it is yeah. so you see them <laughs> opening it and like on, they're in, like, on Instagram they're yeah. doing <laughs> and it's like and they're all eating it for lunch and it's like human grade yeah. dog food. I'm yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. awful. They design dog food for the owner and yeah. for you to think it smells right and for you to think it's okay uh, rather than the dog. dog. Yeah, we did a study. Because dogs will eat anything. Yeah. 17 years ago when I came to Queensland, we had mm. a we had a dog food trial. And, um, yeah, the person from that company was eating it in front of us saying it's completely human wow. safe. You can this- eat it. But our sensory panel just had to smell it. I wouldn't, you know, make them actually consume Not it. All right, team, now be like your dog with your genitals. <laughs> oh, this has had some unexpected bonuses. <laughs> All right, it is time, time. for you, Heather. Um, our flavour and, uh, and sensory scientist, we've employed, well, we're not paying you, but we're saying we're employing you from the University of <laughs> Queensland to taste the snakes. Oh, before we go any further, oh, yeah. I, do we think because Cherry Evans got extra votes because he was a captain, I think Heather should have at least a double vote because oh, she's, she's, she's a professional expert. in the yeah, field. For sure, Stab, for sure. Yeah. You're a genius. I know. All right, you've got the box. It's got a key. You can. Wow. Okay. okay. This is this is really exciting. Yeah. Stav normally has I, to. We don't normally do our him. tastings like this. <laughs> it surprises me. Oh, you've right. got the three flavors, and you've got, got the, the soda water flavors. to cleanse the palate okay. in between, right. like you All taught right. us. Well, I might start. Yes, yeah, cleansing the palate. Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. yes. <laughs> and you did tell us. You said that if you eat with your mouth open. Yeah. Get some air in. Yeah. Get the flavor. You get the flavor in there. All right. I want to start with this one. Oh, yeah. She sniffed it first. Well, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's when you lose. It's a lot yeah. of the old factory. What flavour is that one? A I'm guessing that's coffee face. because you don't like it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's coffee, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah, no, coffee. No one likes it. No one's liked the coffee at all. That's not very good coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I think they used international <laughs> roast, uh, which I'm a fan of. But that's not good coffee. <laughs> that's <laughs> strange, isn't it? Mm. Okay. Well, yeah. I wouldn't know. Cleansed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go again. This one is the oh, yeah. chocolate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You like the chocolate. Oh yeah. <laughs> Are you like a, a cheese and chocolate person? Oh, red wine and red wine. And cheese. Oh my mm-hmm. god. That's got nothing to do with taste. Just, no, I just want to know how woman. good of friends we're going to be. Forty-year-old <laughs> <laughs> woman. No, I hate chocolate. Red wine. <laughs> do we eat your dinner like this? Sniff it and then. <laughs> I no? do not. No, okay. <laughs> Do you like the chocolate? I don't mind the chocolate. Okay. Mm-hmm. The chocolate's pretty good. Yeah. 
it smells. Um, yeah, you really get that um, coffee smell. coffee odor as well. Mm. Right, we're getting a double vote here for our brown snake, Heather Smythe right. flavor, and sensory scientist. Last one. Okay. Oh yeah, that's cola, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Lovely. Mm. Mm-hmm. ASMR icon. It is. It is. Do you know? Yes. The flavor comes through so much more with that cola okay. than yeah. the chocolate. Chocolate, it's um, it's a taste bud that floods on mm. your tongue. The taste is that it's, kind of, it's a little bit zingy as well. It does something there to make a little bit of um, much so, more tart. Oh, okay. look, I'm sorry, that's that's my pick. Oh, cola? she's gone with the tart. There we go. Cola. Oh, cola for two. Chocolate, but no, this this is this is actually really tasty. Wow, mm. two points to cola, so it's in the lead. All right, go cola. Let's go cola. We have to decide this week. We are off to the Allen's factory next week to collect our bags. Heather, thank you for your help. Really You're appreciate it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Terrible story about one of our uh, national icons. I mean, she's just burst onto the scene not that long ago, and already she's won the hearts and minds of this entire nation, nay, most of the world, uh, taking the world by storm. Bluey. Bluey. Everybody loves Bluey. Parents, kids, budgies, pets, everyone can get involved. But public service announcement out there for all the kids and uh, parents of kids who are watching Bluey, there is now, and I think they did it, with Peppa Pig back in Rory's day of watching that. On YouTube, there are people that are creating their own. Oh, naughty versions? The oh, darker, darker-themed yeah. ones, and yeah. you don't really know. You just bung on oh. Bluey for your kid on YouTube, and then all of a sudden there's one apparently where uh, Bluey eats poop. Oh. Mm. So you have to go to, like, the ABC website and do it from there. Yeah, yeah. Some dogs do that, though. No, that's true, but, I mean, they don't mm. normally These ones do talk it. when you talk. You mm, yeah. don't eat. Your poo. Mm. <laughs> if you speak, mm. you don't eat right. your poo. Is yeah. that why I don't do it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's the only reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so keep an eye out for those. And I think that's just imagine taking something that's innocent and childlike and joyous and just corrupting it mm. on a weekly basis. Who would do that? And now it is time, though, for my weekly instalment of Truy, where mm. I've taken the show. <laughs> uh, and I've just injected a little bit of truth into it because, you know, they are walking, talking animals, but I think there's some things that they're, they're faking us on. I always say I don't think the parents on their job salaries could afford this house. I don't think the uh, kids would get along as easy as they could. And the other thing that you have to think of, what's uh, the universe is strange to me. Like, how do all the other animals fit in? That you, sometimes they see birds flying by. Why can't the birds talk? That doesn't make any sense. And what would happen, because it happens in a lot of people's lives, this just happened to you, your kids banged on about getting a uh, dog, and so you did. Mm. What would happen in Truy's world if they were to get a pet? This episode of Truy is called Responsibilities. Okay now, kids, you know this is a big responsibility. Yes, Mum. You've got to look after it. Yes, Mum. You're responsible for making sure everything's good and it's all healthy. Yes, Yes, Mum. Okay, kids, this is your new human Gary. Good day. (laughs) Of course, the first thing we have to do is get him fixed. What? 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 Truy! Gary could be back next week. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. I'll admit it, I'm quite frugal with money. I'm tight, I'm cheap uh, with myself, and I think that's a good thing. 
Um, Generous the, with others, though. It's the Scotsman in me. Um, don't like spending money milly vanilly. Um, <laughs> but uh, did something yesterday. So I had to um, take Rory's into Bounce. Uh, she does trampoline classes at Bounce in mm-hmm. McGregor every Wednesday. Loves it. She's getting very good. Like mm-hmm. She can do like Nadi Kominichi flips and all that sort well, of stuff. the Olympics is coming. That's true. That is true. Yep. Um, and so we go there. Uh, she does her bouncy thing, and then uh, yesterday, because my wife's away at a conference at the moment, I had to take her from there in McGregor to uh, one of my mum's. She does like a um, psychic classy thing uh, on Wednesdays. To teach you how to be a psychic or to read your auras? She's read your auras and that sort of stuff, and yeah. D- and um, Rory wanted her... Rory read? Like, what was Rory a part of? Uh, well, she just goes to class. So, for okay. instance, sometimes um, they'll give you, you, t- you bring items yep. and you give them to the other people in the class and they try to read the, the items uh, and see if they can guess okay. who they were from and all that kind of thing. Yep. And yesterday was a medium class uh, where they'll try to contact people that you know from that have passed uh, and all that sort of thing. So, it was one of those weird time frame things. So, the class, the tra- trampoline class finished at um, five. And the other class didn't finish till uh, didn't start till six thirty. Uh, so my mum said, "Oh, there's a nice pizza place right next to where the class is. So we'll go there and have dinner." And I was like, "Cool, we can do that." Uh, so then we get there, and the timing was a bit iffy. Uh, uh, mum was a bit late too, so we didn't we didn't get to order food till about ten past six. And I was like, well, it's it's still fine. We just we'll just have to eat quick. As if you got nervous. You hate being late. I don't mind. Well, I uh, I hate being late myself, but that's out of my control. So I'm oh, like, so it's Rory's class. So yeah, well, Rory's like, is it going to come? Is it going to come? So like, well, and she's like, can you ask? I'm like, asking is not going to speed this process up. In Your mum would have known when it was coming, didn't she? Because <laughs> she's a psychic. Good point. She didn't keep on turning around. That's that. why she was uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if, if anything, Rawls, learn this lesson. If you ask, generally, that'll just slow it down because they'll be like, these guys are bitching and moaning. You know? Yeah. Um, so it was about 20 past six that um, the food came out and they didn't have time. So Rory had, she th- slammed down two slices of pizza. Mum did the same. And then I was left with one and a half pizzas left i had a cheeseburger so i sat there and ate my cheeseburger and then i went they'd already gone into the class and then i went oh, i'm just going to pay the bill can i get these boxed up to go and in my head i'm thinking it was 70 bucks right i mean well that's 70 bucks but now i've got a pizza <laughs> <laughs> that's not too bad the pizza will be consumed yep uh and so it hasn't gone to waste right and then get home, got a few things to do. Rory's done the same, you know, what they do when they get in the car. And she's got two, you know how this is, she's got two separate things to go to. So she had to take her um, trampolining stuff and a yoga mat and Change a blanket and a towel yeah. and blah, 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 And a school bag was still because I picked her up from school, all that stuff. So I grab yeah. everything that's in the car. No, she needs to grab it herself. Just that's, yep, but anyway. Well, I left her behind. Oh, did so you? Okay, if I, if I, if I made her I didn't do know it, she was having a sleepover. No, she wasn't. They were coming back after the class, but I wasn't right. going to stick around for the okay. class. So I came home and doing all that stuff. Uh, hands are full. Put stuff on the roof of the car, all this stuff. I'm full as a, as a gook. Get it all upstairs. and That's great. Wake up today to come to work. And I'm like, what? What is that? No. You left the pizza in the car? I left the pizza on top of the car. Still good. Yeah, for sure, bro. It was 100%. cold as last night. I've eaten chocolates. The remember, those, remember those Hague's chocolates? Yeah. That was like four weeks in the back seat, but it's Hague, so I still ate it. Okay, great. Because if I told you guys then, because what I do, I, know, I lock the door on my way out, Yeah. and I don't carry a key because I'm an idiot, so I couldn't get back, back into the house. So I now have a pizza and a half in the front seat of my car, but by your reports, it's good to go and ready to eat. 
Yeah. So you want yeah. me to go grab it? We'll why is it not up here and why are we not eating it is my <laughs> I question. Don't understand. I'm like, I, I didn't all know. All I am were... is angry now that you haven't offered me any pizza. Well, I was going to do it the other way where I um, eat it just said, hey, here's some yeah. pizza. And I was like, well, that was on the car. It depends what the temperature <laughs> the is. It's overnight. Yeah. So this is my justification. Yeah. So it's yeah. perfectly fine. Yeah. And anything you put in the microwave for, what, three minutes? Yeah. I'd, I'd, yeah. Talking to the wrong person. Okay. Well, we got well, pizza for after, after the show. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, I'll be in my B105.